This is Supernatural Selection on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, hosted by Kevin the Bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. 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 You're not gonna be. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how you doing? I'm doing as well as can be expected in this hellscape of an earth. You're <laughs> not wrong. Um, so, uh, I've got some really exciting news right up top before we really launch into this. Um, as of last night, we have passed 1,000 subscribers. That's great. I'm excited. I want to thank everybody out there listening right now. Uh, that I did not expect this to happen this quickly. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for uh, sticking with us. We, we've got so much more to cover, and we've got so much more stuff we're going to start putting up on the Patreon next week. We have got some bonus material we're working on. So, so we're bonus. There's more stuff to cover. Like they're not, we're not running out of crazy. Oh God, no. Okay, good. No, there, there is so much more to go. Uh, D- David introduced me to Pluto TV's uh, conspiracy channel, so uh, we are so fucked. <laughs> so you mean um, so fucking rolling in content? Yeah, you're not wrong. So um, this week's topic. Uh, now that we're sort of you know we're done with bigfoot we're done with uh which also before we really get started uh still along the lines of uh housekeeping i want to thank everyone that put on the uh natchez bigfoot festival uh i had a fantastic time down there and i can't wait to do it again next year i got to meet uh mk davis and jeff meldrum phd Sorry, I had to actually pick up the card because it is late. Uh, but yes, uh, two of the foremost experts on Bigfoot, I actually got a Bigfoot cast of a, of a track. And uh, it was just great to do that. And we're going to try to get them on the show. They both seemed really excited at the prospect. So, huzzah. That's a huzzah indeed. Yeah. So, guys... I wanted you both here because this week we are covering the alien history of the planet Earth. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So so we found their textbooks about it, right? Actually, Mike, you hit the nail on the fucking head. That is exactly what we have. Um, now, here's the thing. I had two routes I could take with this uh, because there's the history I read and then there's a history that I read. There's There are a lot of versions of this, like uh, the origins of humanity, according to one theory, is that we're white people from Mars that came here and aliens convinced us to fuck animals. And uh, that's why we lost our third eye and shrank. Um, but... I didn't really want to get into that one. That's another episode. That's oh yeah, buddy. That that's why Atlantis <laughs> sank. <laughs> Mike, you got any thoughts on that one? Mm, no. <laughs> Just that he hates this already. Yeah, Mike, you're you're gonna be hurting by the end of this. So, <laughs> um, my sources for this uh, this particular episode are let's see where have I got my sources uh the yellow book which is a book about a book called the yellow book which is about the history of aliens on the planet earth and do you know what that book's about what not the history of aliens on planet earth they seriously barely go into that it's mostly modern conspiracy stuff uh but there were, what a tease! What a tease! I know, but like one of the reasons it's they say that they don't have information is because it's a psychic book that like uh, you have to start from the beginning, and every time you stop, there's no way to bookmark it, so you have to start back from the beginning every time. 
now now see when you say psychic book i'm thinking like a tablet and then like the psychic like astral projects the information into your brain and again, that's what it is again you have hit the nail on the head <laughs> that that is really? exactly it but you have to start over from the the get-go every time so the most day one's ever gotten through it is like 72 hours and my guess is they hit 72 hours and went, man, this is fucking bullshit, and just walked away. Yeah, I don't, I've got nothing, man. Okay. You, you don't find it strange at all that the aliens made a book with no way to save your place? No, I mean, I mean, there are aliens, right? Their thinking is literally alien, so maybe. Sure. Maybe. Okay. I don't are know. we sure this wasn't the Asgardians? Because that sounds like something Loki would do. It really kind of does. Um,. Let's see. Another book that I used as a source is called uh, The Alien Book, which actually covers more of the history of uh, of aliens on Earth. So, yeah. We, we'll yeah the title's that. a little on the nose, but it, I'll allow it. It is. It is. I've got, I took copious notes today, so you have to pardon me for a second. Ah, and The Twelfth Planet by uh, Zachariah Zitch, 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 Zitchin? I can't remember how to pronounce the guy's name. Are y'all familiar with this guy? He's the one that came up with the whole... I'd, well, he's the one that interpreted the whole Anunnaki being aliens thing. I don't know how to say his name, but he okay. sounds familiar. Yeah, well, the thing you need to know going into this story from the beginning, and this is really important, I want you both to get this through your heads, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Through all of human history... Humans have never done anything. All of it was aliens. Every single bit of it. They built the Sphinx. They built all the pyramids in the world. You know that big glass pyramid in Memphis with the Bass Pro Shop in it? They built Mm -hmm. that too, probably. They probably built all the IHOPs. (laughs) Yeah, see, that, that kind of stuff was my biggest problem with all alien oh yeah you know, yeah we alien to- stuff it's like mm-hmm. you know me kevin i'm a pretty big fan of uh uh okay i'm such a big fan i can't remember his name uh james burke james connections. burke connections yes and, same you name. know it, he just proves you know how we made everything is mm-hmm. it's all Built on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, it's built on the guy that came before you, exactly. So, you know, but just saying that, well, we got aliens. the integrated circuit from crashed UFOs and all that. It's like, pfft. Oh, that's not all we got, but well, we'll no. get into that but later. But an example. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Another thing about the Yellow Book that I really want to bring up, and I've brought this up in the Discord. Um, imagine you took a toddler, all right? Just your average five-year-old let's say, and you gave him like a big double shot of tequila and didn't get arrested. And then you made that kid watch like The Expanse. And then you made that kid explain The Expanse to someone who'd never seen The Expanse. That's the yellow book. That's a great way to describe that. it, It really is. It is basically just the mo- it, it's not well written at all. Like the Alien book and the Twelfth Planet, they have some literary value, you know, in that they're decipherable. But uh, the Yellow book is just like rambling garbage. Now, so, now, are you telling me that like reputable publishers don't have editors to work with these books? Uh, I am saying that these were self-published on Amazon. <laughs> I love those. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, like, the PDF is... And I say PDF because it's a fucking PDF. And it's made up entirely of photos of the pages of the book. It would be better if it was just like a Xeroxed copy of the book <laughs> that has been turned into a PDF. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> actually. It's so fucking bad. And uh, I just want people to understand what I do to entertain you. Really? Um, that's that's basically all I wanted to say. Uh, that's the only reason I wanted to bring that up. 
So uh, let's let's get down and dirty with the actual history of Earth from uh, the alien perspective. We're going to be taking the yellow book slash uh, Zitchin approach. So uh, right. let's start many, many, many moons ago with the Anunnaki, a.k.a. the Nephilim. Mm. All right. So these guys live on the planet Nibiru. Mike, I can already hear your brain trying to choke itself to death. Yeah. So the planet Nibiru is on this weird orbit that brings it really close to Earth every like 30,000 years or so. Because fuck science. And uh, they come to, when it gets close to Earth thousands and thousands of years ago, they come here to mine gold because their atmosphere is fucked. Okay, so can you explain why gold is important to their atmosphere? Because they're going to grind it up into dust, releasing the atmosphere, and I guess fucking magic? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Zitchin really goes into like a lot of detail about how this is going to like solve some kind of environmental problem with their atmosphere, and I'm like, it's just, you, you basically turn the atmosphere into gold slogger. Their, their lungs are just torn to shit, <laughs> and all these shards of gold. <laughs> yeah, so the Anunnaki are somewhere between 7 and 20 feet tall, depending on who you ask. They either look like people, or they look like giant lizards. Oh, shit. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that about the, the range and the height there. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like three and three quarter action figures versus a Star Wars Black series. This is just like you can't come up with like a, a reasonable size. I don't know, somewhere seven to twenty feet. Who gives yeah, a shit? It's, They're it's, gonna it's big and real fucking big. Um, so it's like a Shaquille O'Neal with another Shaquille O'Neal O'Neal and a half stacked on top, and you tie two other Shaquille O'Neals onto the arms, and it just it gets like a Shaquille. Hole. It's a Shaquille Golem. Uh, <laughs> okay, so they're turning. They're turning Nibiru into Planet Goldschlager. Uh, and they get here, and they're like, well, we're the elite. We obviously can't mine the gold ourselves, but we got all these monkey dudes running around, right? So we're going to genetically engineer these guys to be good little worker boys. And uh, that's the origin of humanity. Is uh they they made up Mike? Is this sounding familiar? Do you remember Battlefield Earth at all? I try not to. Okay, but giant fucking aliens coming to Earth, getting humans to mine gold. Same same premise. Yeah. Uh, except it's a trope for a reason. It is. So they made us to do that. Which I'm looking at this, and Mike, maybe you can um you can answer this mm -hmm. which is easier genetically engineering an entire new self-sustaining species with the ability to procreate mm -hmm. or just mining the goddamn gold <laughs> which, which is it mike uh, you're the technical expert here <laughs> I, it's a tough one i don't know yeah um they just didn't want to get their hands dirty. Obviously. I mean, monkeys are really good. I mean, we have monkeys doing all of our menial labor now, right? Um, so, obviously, yeah, doing that is the way to go. Yeah, you've never been to the Bonobo construction site down the road. Oh, my God. I'm just picturing like you go by a construction site. Hey, hey, monkeys. Quit fucking and get back to building that thing. The bonobos are very horny. Thank you. They Kevin. are extremely horny. Um, so now, now I have a question. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, so gold doesn't really have any intrinsic value to it beyond what we give it, and then like it can be uh -huh. used for conducting electronics. Yeah, I mean, so what right. is with this fucking obsession with gold with these aliens? Um, like I said, because with these guys are releasing it into their atmosphere, which is supposed to fix Cause, radiation. Because, because, because smart monkeys like shiny rock, so therefore <laughs> aliens must like shiny rock too. Well, you know, that's a thing. Like, when you hear about these aliens, it's, it's like, okay, so water as a resource, incredibly impractical, like, grab water from a planet, take it back to your home, whatever. Sure. That I can at least understand because there's, like, a practical 
value to water if we think of it as a way for life to exist. But it's the gold thing that you hear yeah. about all the time with these aliens. And I know. It, just, it drives me nuts. You know, here's the thing. It, what if it was water and what if it's just time-traveling Nestle? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they stole all the water from Nibiru and they're like, all right, fuck you then. <laughs> We're gonna take all your gold. The problem you know, is that that sounds like that is the future. It's just gonna be definitely going back in time, taking our water to, th- to throw some stolen water onto this thing. No matter what it is that the aliens want, mm-hmm. you can find way more of it floating out in space. You know that mm-hmm. is true. There is more gold in space than there is on Earth. Yes. Uh, there is more water in space than there is on Earth. In just our asteroid belt alone. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. Someone tell Elon Musk that's how we're going to get to space, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't, he wants gold in them, our asteroid belt. <clears throat> I mean. <laughs> Great. Cowboy Bebop happens because Elon wanted shinies. Okay. Um, no, it would have to be blood diamonds. Oh, that's true. So. Yeah. All right. The Nibiru. Nibiru. The, I have had a little bit to drink to deal with this. So the Anunnaki come here and they're um they're they, they make us to mine gold and of course the first ones they make are like Adama and Ava. Whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, oh, no, he God. he went there. He totally fucking went there. I was thinking like was he watch Battlestar? Then I was yeah. like, oh no, nope. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh and and some of the Anunnaki are like friends with us. They're like, oh, we're benevolent, benevolent lords of these ape life forms we've made, and we help them do things. You know, there's a decent relationship, and then like we start fucking a lot. <laughs> now, the, the thing that always gets to me is this is like quite. They're, they're definitely like people who are who are writing about this thing. They are invoking mm-hmm. like the history of slavery in uh-huh. the United States, and yeah. they're using it in like the most fucked up, stupid way possible. And mm-hmm. they're missing the point of all of this. And you know what the best part of all this is? I guarantee I, I, you, I, oh, no. when they picture this, it's all white people. Oh, I'm just hurts. saying. That's you know, Zitchin was sitting here going. Uh, I, I don't even know where he is from, but I'm going to imagine he's German. Yeah, and then it turns out it was all white people. So, um, anyway. Well, one, some of them had black on one side of their face. They had white on the other. <laughs> and then what happens is that they all become one color at the end. And okay. that's, that's my episode of Star Trek. I, I pitched to Gene Roddenberry. He bought the thing, but he changed it. I really relate to... Uh, Oh, God, what's that dude's name that wrote City on the Edge of Forever? Oh, um, the same guy who uh, was on oh. Scooby-Doo because they did the new Bureau thing. Harlan Ellison. Ellison, yes. Yeah, Harlan Ellison. Yeah, the little fuck. They, he, he called himself a little fuck. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, you know, we got along famously for a while, but then we just started fucking too much, and there were, like, a lot of us, and we were like, yeah, um, Wait, maybe so- we shouldn't be slaves. So they made us, uh-huh. but they didn't take into account how horny they made us. Look, all they had to do was watch the monkeys and go, we got to breathe that out of them. Yeah, I mean, if like they're smart enough. Like, we to, need to give them like a saltpeter gland or to something. To do all that genetic engineering, couldn't they have like made us all, you know. You know, the one thing I'm gathering. Not about the Anunnaki so far as they're idiots. They are pretty dumb. They're fucking stupid for being our progenitors, but because... We created all these horny monkeys and now we can't stop (laughs) fucking them. (laughs) That's actually a thing. Because that's apparently uh, where white people came from. Uh, Also, since they may have been lizards, they're also the source of the uh, uh, Earth Dracos. And yeah. the source There's of the that Illuminati. the edge of lizard mm-hmm. people. Like, every person in power is somehow yeah. connected to yeah, they're the all, people. Yeah, it all goes back to the Anunnaki and the Illuminati and, and the, the little hottie and all that stuff. Anyway, point is, they get the, the heads of the Anunnaki back on the Biru get pissed at us for rebelling. And 
So when Nibiru comes back, instead of saving us, they're like, well, we're going to let the planet get fucked by the catastrophic orbit of the planet. So they all, like, a bunch of them leave, but then, like, the ones that like us put some people and animals in all these boats around the world, giving rise to the flood myth. So, so uh, it's Noah meets Jews in space from uh, History of the World. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's that's it right there, buddy. So they land, they come out, they start building civilization. Uh, Nibiru comes back again, and do you know what they do then? Do you know what they do to uh, the Babylon, uh, the Sumerians? Hmm. They nuke Doesn't them. Involve fucking them. No. They nuke them. <laughs> I guess they, yes. They fucking nuke him from orbit. Well, it's the only way to be sure. Uh, it is. And uh, and then they just they just leave. They're like fuck y'all. Never want to see like y'all again. It's like that meme. Nuke, nuke Sumerians doesn't elaborate further. Leaves. <laughs> so the, Jesus, this is so dumb. So uh, yeah, okay. They nuke the Sumerians. And uh, at some point after that, then the Greys show up, <laughs> just out of oh, nowhere. They're like, you know, hey, I, I see you don't want that planet anymore. Can can we get it on that? Hey, man, you gonna finish that planet? <laughs> just looking over the fence. What's going on over there? And then the Nordics show up, which I'm not getting into the whole exopolitical thing where the Nordics and the Greys are like the same species and the Greys can like shapeshift into the Nordics. But anyway, uh, basically what you need to know is every god, demon, and uh, ghost that you've ever heard about that uh, found their religion was an alien. All right. That's all you need to know. Uh the, the Aztecs and their great white god, you know, Quetzalcoatl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Nordic. Okay. Yeah. That my, tracks. Nordic track. Yeah. My, Jesus, fuck, David. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I've been waiting to land that one. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I hope you're happy with yourself. Very much so. Mike, you're familiar with the Nordic aliens at all? I mean, you've... I know you, so yes. <laughs> okay. Sounds about white. But oh, uh, we're not. We're actually not even going to tackle the tall whites in this one. Mm. What about the short whites? Uh, sort of. They're grays. Yeah. Ooh. They're not white. They're gray. Nice self dig. Well, there are <laughs> short whites, grays, tall whites. Uh, I don't know. Fucking raspberries. But, but, I, don't, I don't know what they but are. But here's here's the biggest question, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Can any of the whites, in fact, jump? No. Okay. Only in zero gravity. No. Uh, actually, if you if you read about the trip to planet Serpo, where they're... <laughs> That's like one of the Marx brothers. I, Serpo Marx. Serpo Marx. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the planet Serpo, which is where the, the short whites are from... Uh, don't don't even ask, Mike. This is like we're gonna do an episode on Serpo at some point. It comes up in the yellow book, and I just had to roll my eyes and keep going. Serpo Serpo is that brand of television you never bought in the discount store. It is. We sold Serpo televisions and roses. But um, the thing about Planet Serpo is it's entirely Adobe. Oh, so they have to pay the license every year? Yes. Yes, they do. It's a planet made of Photoshop and Premiere. But it's a whole planet that's like Tatooine, but like red dirt. And uh, the humans that went there in the exchange program discovered very quickly that the, the the people of Serpo are really not athletically inclined. Oh, they live in a big mud ball. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, pretty much just not get eaten by giant snakes. <laughs> so uh, it's like more wet dune. It really is <laughs> soggy dune. Soggy dune. <laughs> dune Arrakis mud ball planet. Instead of instead of a powdery spice, it's more of a sludge. Instead of worms, you have giant pigs. Yeah, the giant snake pigs of the Adobe planet. <laughs> So, 
here here's a quick question that I really have. Uh, like I said, you know the the Anunnaki gave up on us, and allegedly one day they'll return. So the Greys show up, and there's still the reptilians, and there's Nordics, and there's like the Plajarans and all this shit. What the fuck? Why the fuck do they give a crap about us? Because we're obviously super special and unique in this world. Are, are you saying we're snowflakes? Yeah. All right. So, because we're fuck monkeys. I mean, I mean, we I did, are fuck monkeys. I mean, I, I did tell you about the uh, the axis of evil. Did we ever talk about it on the show? We have not talked about the axis of evil on the show, Mike. Can you please uh, let us know about the axis? So of something evil? I discovered or just heard about recently. So everybody here knows what the cosmic background radiation is. Yes. Yes. So early, early on with our first instruments, when we measured it, it seemed pretty uniform because we mm-hmm. didn't have really great resolution. But as our instruments got better and we got better resolution scans of the co- the cosmic CMB, background yeah, radiation CMB, I'll just say CMB. Um, we found out that it's not exactly uniform. It has two high points or hotter points and two lower points. But then we looked deeper and found those lobes are divided more and more. And but their their lobes and they're kind of they have a plane that separates them. Mm-hmm. And that plane that separates those lobes exactly matches the plane of our solar system. So there's three schools of thought about why this is, because that you know, you'd expect that's, the, that's really bizarre. The, the plane, mm-hmm. the plane to be just have nothing at all to do with our solar system. It's either our data's wrong, mm-hmm. our models of you know the CMB, what, yeah, of it are wrong, mm-hmm. or our solar system is very special for some reason we do not know. So. Uh, two things. First of all, I feel like I'm having a stroke because I hear something going on in the background here. Okay. Like I heard music cue in or something like that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very bizarre. But okay, hmm. number two, uh, it kind of to me evokes string theory on the idea of how like the micro and the macro universes don't seem to mix, hmm. or they don't they, they seem to like echo each other, and it's not you're not sure how that works. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, what what why what made me think about is uh, the uh, simulation theory. Ah, can I put forth? Which I don't believe at all. But, yeah, you know. Well, we're going to do an episode about that, and uh, David Adam has requested specifically all of us be on that one. So we'll Sounds all need good. to get together for also, that one Sunday. I figured out what the thing was. I had a Pluto TV documentary on in the background that just activated all of a sudden. So. Nice. Oh, boy. I am so glad you did not have an episode. <laughs> yeah, that would have been if I had a program on the podcast. As yeah. long as you weren't smelling burnt toast, no. I think you're good. Oh, so, I always smell burnt toast. Is that oh, a problem? Geez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so here's the thing about the uh, the cosmic axis of evil thing what if it's just like we live in the don't suck zone yeah i mean that that could i'm surprised no one picked up on this but i think the axis of evil thing's kind of a more recent mm-hmm. astral you know uh, just wait until a youtube observation yeah like somebody somebody's gonna do a whole conspiracy about it and it's gonna somehow involve maybe, trump maybe that should oh, be it, you. It's gonna be a QAnon thing yeah oh yeah Sure. But yeah, I mean, maybe we're in the Goldilocks uh, solar system, or or maybe we are the the chosen monkeys. I don't know. Speaking of chosen monkeys, thank you for the segue, Mike. So <laughs> we're gonna jump ahead a little bit. Uh, after they set up like all these religions, the uh, aliens, and all of this is gonna sound vaguely familiar from different films. But uh, the aliens looked at us and they're like, wow, these monkeys, like specifically the Nordics and the Greys were like, these guys aren't doing right. So uh, they started the Jesus Project. Nordics uh, <laughs> so, 2.0. We're rebranding. So what they did was Operation uh, Jesus Heist. they made a new dude and they called him Jesus and they sent him to Earth to make us groovy. And we, we killed him. We nailed him to a fucking tree, and the Greys have been pissed about that ever since. 
See, that's the least objectionable thing you've said so far tonight. Yeah. And now I'm just picturing like a gray wearing a little Jesus robe with a little fake beard. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why I've been picturing the whole fucking time. Like gray skin, egghead, big almond eyes that are just like pure black with just a little beard. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, no, Don. That's, that's exactly what I've been picturing the entire time I've been talking about this is uh, gray Jesus. But let's face it. One dude is the perfect way to get a world full of oh, smart, dumb ab- monkeys. Yeah, in absolutely. Line. Just, just one, one guy. Just one guy saying, hey, everything you're doing is wrong. Yeah. All you need. That's all you need to fix everything. If you've ever been in a staff meeting, that's all you need is one oh, guy yeah. to complain. Uh-huh. That, yeah. that fixes it all. So, uh, I mean, that, that worked for me at the Olive Garden. I just started yelling loudly and, you know, I got everything <laughs> I wanted. picture you doing that for some reason spaghetti you you're a large intimidating person if you know me you know that's not what i would do at all no it's not but like if you did say ma'am i didn't get something i would totally be like let me get you three then sir (laughs) so all right so uh we nailed jesus to a tree and the aliens get pissed and then uh we're, we're kind of going here's here's the problem we don't have a lot of this history, like I said, because nobody's made it far enough in the yellow book. So what I'm having to do is pick and choose. Uh, and and they, they, in the yellow book, book about the yellow book, book. You okay there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the yellow book, 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 the book, book, yellow book, book, about the yellow, yellow book, 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 yellow book, book. Yes, thank you. What, they talk a lot about those Renaissance paintings that allegedly show UFOs, like like their photographs or something done at the time that it happened. Yeah, just some dude in the middle of the field, you have the perfect arrangement. He's just sitting there like, I should paint this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, look, Jesus doing the Eucharist, and look, a man in an eggshell flying through the sky. What a wonderfully spontaneous arrangement of circumstances. Again, this really brings us back to History of the World Part 1 when they bring down Leonardo to paint The Last Supper as it's happening. so uh this gives the aliens a raging hard-on for murdering popes and such oh yeah Um, specifically uh are either of you familiar with the prophecies of our lady of fatima no not exactly really okay well these three girls in fatima uh in like 1913 i think um saw a vision of the Virgin Mary descend from the sky and tell them to tell everybody about it. So they do. And, like, everybody comes and they see her come down and she gives the three girls these prophecies. And they write them down and the Vatican takes possession of them. And, like, they've revealed all but one of the prophecies. And the thing is, the prophecies happened. Now, I will say that the prophecies were revealed after the events happened. Of course they were. Because that's typically how prophecies work. Hindsight being twenty twenty. Well, they've never told what the last one is. And Pope John Paul I allegedly was going to tell the world what the prophecy was. So, literally, a UFO killed him. Oh, of course. How convenient. It even defeated the Pope-mobile? Uh, they didn't have one. This was Pope John Paul the first. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. why we have the Pope That's why we have the Pope Mobile now. Yeah, this was the uh, Pope cart. <laughs> I'm just picturing the danger cart from Aqua Teen Hunger Force with Meatwad pulling it with a Pope in the back. It's a Pope just cart. Imagine, it's like Mario Kart Double Dash, where you have uh, <laughs> like the Pope on the back throwing bananas at people. <laughs> Oh, oh, and you can swap out so like the Pope's pulling the cart and the donkey's throwing oh, stuff. Where the Swiss guards is driving? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, anyway, they kill a Pope. Someone needs to draw that. I, they really should. <laughs> so, uh, because of that, the, the Vatican has never released what the final prophecy is. Uh, and we really need to do an episode about the Vatican archives because that is going to be amazing. Hell yeah. So Yeah, but they'll, they'll end up killing us, right? Uh 
Yeah, what have we got to live for, though? Oh, great, good point. Okay. <laughs> so, next thing they did, uh, actually, not the next thing. We're going we're gonna to go back a little bit here. Uh, so, Eisenhower has a treaty with the Greys. Mike, are you familiar with this? Have we discussed this before? I think I remember you, like, lobbing this grenade into my brain and I'm ignoring it. <laughs> so, Eisenhower... Uh, says he has a loose tooth filling and goes to this uh, meeting to meet the Greys. And uh, I believe this is after Roswell. And we're going to, yes, yes, it is. Okay, let me back up a little bit here and we're going to jump straight to Roswell. So the Roswell <laughs> crash happens, right? Totally not a weather balloon with dummies. So, mm-hmm. and there is one survivor walking around in the desert, like everybody else dies, and the only survivor is the mechanic who they refer to as EB1, which stands for extra uh, extraterrestrial biological entity. So, Wait, the one stands for entity? No, I guess it's EBE1, yeah, it's but okay, EBE1. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, now EBE1, Eb, uh, is uh, he's a mechanic. But he's, like, really friendly, and he, like, doesn't really want to, like, you know, rock the boat or anything. He eventually learns to communicate through hand signals and uh, helps them. They get, like, his communication thing going, and he sends a message back home arranging for a meeting with the government. And the president that would eventually meet the Evans is, uh, or the Greys, is uh, Eisenhower. Now... I think we need to talk for a second about EBE-1. Okay. So, like I said, he is friendly. Uh, he got along with everyone. He could communicate through, like, hand symbols. Uh, hand like, signals. I was like going to say symbols like, like like a marching band dude. Oh, it's, it's worse than that. Um, so, he makes friends with uh, the guy that uh, is his, his uh, liaison. Let's call him that. That's in mm-hmm. his keeper. His, his keep, handler. His handler. Thank you. He moves. The Stop handler man. moves in t- with him in his little apartment. At, oh, so cute! It's I like a TV know. show. Well, and he loves touching people. He's got like <laughs> no sense of boundaries whatsoever. All right, and he discovers that humans, when they're friendly. Uh, love holding hands and he thought this was like the best goddamn thing ever now the thing is the way they communicate the reason it was hand signals like you know sign language is because their entire language when not through telepathy is just yelling or screaming at different tones so I want you to imagine for a second. You're, it's like your first. That you guys, you you both get a job, working at like S four. It's like, all right, Mike, mm-hmm. David, mm-hmm. we're uh, we're gonna let you in. I'm gonna go ahead and warn you. He's he's got a thing for holding hands. Um, he's <laughs> not being threatening. Uh, when when he comes to you, he just really wants to hold your hand and meet your friend. So don't let anything that comes out of his mouth bother you. And then all of a sudden. This little gray dude runs at you doing grabby hands going. Is he wearing a cowboy hat? It's in the background? It's in Nevada. So, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, that happens. (laughs) And uh, eventually, the poor little guy dies because he just can't get the nourishment he needs because the greys subsist on uh, blood. Mm-hmm. Like, through their hands. Like, sponges. He's a little vampire. They, yeah, yeah. Basically, they absorb body fluids and excrete bodily fluid. They shit through their skin. Oh, so they no, suck blood gross. up through their skin like a sponge and then shit it out through their skin. So he's pulling a mall rats the entire time. Yes. Just not even with the courtesy of giving us a chocolate-covered pretzel. Just not even. It's yeah. just the worst thing ever. <laughs> so 
Anyway, so he dies, and when they come back to do the uh, treaty, Eisenhower, of course, agrees, oh, yeah, you give us technology, you can pick up a uh, certain number of people, but you got to do your paperwork. And uh, they leave a, a, another alien as a, uh, a liaison, but uh, they call him his royal hostage. And this guy is known as J-Rod. Because I'm just picturing uh, J-Rock from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they ask him his name, and he points at the letter J and a dash on the keyboard. And they're like, oh, J-Rod. And he's like, what the fuck? I didn't say J. Fine, whatever. <laughs> anyway, he ends up working for them. Uh, a, a fucking test pilot in airplanes, and he, he he receives the rank of colonel in the air force. And there's this wonderful photo of him sitting in a fighter jet with Colonel J Rod on the uh, on the side of the cockpit. And uh, there's a, there's a lovely photo of him in his later years uh, because let's face it, a gray move to the United States to live. And he ended up looking like your frumpy aunt. <laughs> I mean, he's wearing like a pink blouse, like Vegeta. Uh, he's There's a live, laugh, love thing in the background. Yeah, no, he's put on weight. He is oh. overweight, and which I, I don't even know what the fuck. I don't. I don't know how that happens when you live on blood, and they're like, "You want some ice cream?" Oh, he, he's been drinking the blood of Midwesterners. <laughs> Picking up them guys from Wisconsin. It's it's all that casserole and uh, hot dish. Oh, of mm. course. So we obviously know that the uh, the aliens are using us, right? That that's oh, a given. Sure. Why not? Like, because you know, why why would they not be? And uh, the government knows this, but uh, the the aliens start doing cattle mutilations. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. As one does. As as one does. I mean, I do I've, it all the time. I, I don't the aliens. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's Friday night. You're bored. You and your buddy's thing. got a couple beers. There's a cow next door. You mutilate it. Yeah. Mutilate yeah, first, the hell out of I it. I mean, first thing I do, pull the eyeballs out and core out its asshole. That's just, that's Mississippi. That's so, a good time. That's a good old time. So, uh, they're picking the cows up and uh, they're draining them of blood to eat. That's that's why the cows never have blood because the greys are just like mmm yummy. There's they just stick a straw in there and yeah. And uh, they also have to have that sweet sweet cow cum. Oh no. <laughs> I it, this is I'm okay, guessing. I, 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 go, I'm, go ahead. I'm noping out now. No. <laughs> no no no. You're in for the long haul, buddy. God damn it. It's always cow cum. So the thing is, oh, they steal their genitals all the time, and I don't know what they're doing with them. I'm not going to ask. Making beanbag. Obviously, they're just like you know. Maybe they just really like you know cow Rocky Mountain oysters. I'm I'm going to blow your mind here Mm because I got to thinking about this. They also core out the asshole, like the whole asshole, like feet into the cow, you know. Well, you know, like, t- like taking ice samples. They 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 realize it's better than a flashlight. I'm so oh, glad. No. I was hoping somebody would make the flashlight connection <laughs> because I seriously think that's where flashlights come from. Wait a minute. So they're so you're saying feet into the cow? Uh, yes. How big are their dicks then? Jesus, I don't know. I'm just saying, like you know, they're. I mean, like I picture like you know when you do a boring and like. Uh, Antarctica, and yeah. you get like six ice feet down, and you get an ice core. That's what they're doing to the cow, basically. Well, yeah, but around the bee hole. David? Maybe they're just extracting casing for sausages. They're going to turn the testicles Ooh. into sausage. Maybe. I could get behind that, actually. Maybe just they're just really freaky and, you know, like, like licking it. Do you have any idea how big my Schwanson is? Oh, no. I need more room. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. So... So yes, it's like flashlights, but mm-hmm. they have they're like one upping each other. It's like, well, you need like three feet of cow anus. I need five, motherfucker. 
they have reached six you know, they feet of cow they butt. Admit, they, only, they don't want to admit they only need like like three and a half inches of cow butt. I, they don't even have genitals, Mike. They're like they're like Ken oh. dolls down there. I don't I don't even. You don't need pl- you don't need genitals to internal, pleasure somebody. Obviously, it's internal, Mike. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's like a, it's like you know, just like a dolphin. Out. Like a, yeah, like a dolphin or a you know. They that's, are gray, so maybe they're evolved dolphins. You know, actually, that is a theory that they are uh, either future dolphins. Or they descended so, from so a dolphin-like creature. I hate every creature. part of this so far. What's that? I hate every. I hate every part of this so far. <laughs> I'm glad. This is not what I signed alone. up for, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what Mike goes through every fucking episode he's on. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, technically, that does make sense because uh, what do dolphins and greys have in common? Molestation. Oh, well, yeah. So, all right, we're gonna move on from that. Uh, but we do have one thing to round out the uh, cattle mutilation portion of this story of the history of aliens on Earth. The government hired psychics to investigate cattle mutilations. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they, they take them out there and make them stare at a fucking dead cow. With no booty hole. With no butthole and no eyes. And uh, they're like, <laughs> all right. Genitals. What are you getting? And I, I'm gonna tell you right now, like the list of things they 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 have is like, man, white hair, military uniform. You know, they're all they're, it's just stuff like that. They're just saying yeah. random shit that come into their heads. <clears throat> but uh, one psychic in particular really leaned into a military connection real hard. Um, like hard. This psychic's name was Amanda Fox. Oh yeah, yeah she does. She does. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Oh god. So um the aliens are allegedly and the thing is as we get to this part, do you know what it really reminds me of as we come to the modern era of this whole UFO thing with the whole conspiracy? That's it. Good old throwaway alien. Mm. Yeah, I miss that guy. So, the aliens are planning a secret takeover. Mm, Of course. Because, as a Nordic told the author of the book I read... Yes. I said that. uh, As a Nordic told him, well, only a primitive culture would come in guns a-blazing to take over a planet. We do it subtly through subterfuge we make you fight our war for us and i'm like yeah no i know how that works it was called the cold war but um it's very cold in space (laughs) god damn it (laughs) so the government knows all all the governments know about this but they gotta have that sweet sweet technology they're getting through the treaty that the greys are ignoring and uh, they're also like, well, maybe we can use our own technology and figure out a weapon to fight them. You know? Mm. So that that's where we're at right now with the Greys. Mm-hmm. And I need you to understand that everything that happens on the planet Earth for all of human history is Greys. They even caused the 65 New York blackout. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw the, that documentary. It was mm-hmm. called Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, Men exactly. Men in Blackout. Men in Blackout, <laughs> Yes. So, UFOs have caused everything. Um, I, I, you know, I don't... We size. I know. I don't, I don't want to get into this, but we need to, to talk... We do need to talk about the fact that uh, racism plays a huge role in a lot of this. No. Yeah. Really? I know. God, I can't believe it. I know. Like, the whole... Humans fuck uh, uh, the original humans fucking animals. That's where the different races come from. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, oh yeah, that, that yeah. was in my cringe folder. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. The the um, having sex with other with uh, unevolved monkeys led to um, certain races, and uh, you 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 know what the lizard people are. Mm hmm. Uh huh. British. Uh, yes. You know, that would make a lot more sense, but you you know where they're going. It's all anti Semitic. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. anti Semites all the way down. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So it's it's really hard to talk about any of this or read about any of this without coming up on some racist stuff. Yes. And like the, the, every time you see Zion in the text take a shot. Oh god, you'd be dead. Right. I mean like here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm saying this word because the book I read, it was uh just you know, it was crazy conspiracy stuff. And then at the end, he used a word I haven't seen since the 1970s. I don't know. Negroid. And I oh. was just, oh, no. Oh. I just finished this, too. <laughs> Shit. It's like t- you have this nice dessert and then he just like takes a shit right on top of the ice cream yeah no seriously it's like shit with a shit cherry on top of it it just like really put a bad like the whole book i was having to stop every few minutes and like cover my face just face palm (laughs) and be like jesus god almighty what the fuck and then i hit that i'm like what uh, and just opened up everything. You're like, oh, and then, now all that makes sense. Yeah, and then I go and look up the guy, and it's like, okay, 70-year-old dude, looks like he's in Congress. Yeah, he looks like the kind of guy that would use that word. All right. <laughs> so, uh, definitely, uh, oh, what was that guy, that governor of uh, Georgia that everybody hates? Wallace? Tom Thurmond? No, that was a senator from South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I don't know. All those states are the same to me back there. Hey, bite me. Uh, <laughs> you can, well, I can figure out what state you're in, sure. Motherfucker, you can take my tater locks from my cold, dead hand. So, that's uh, that's a history of aliens on Earth, and we're all dumber for it. You guys got any que- follow-up questions real quick? Um, Did you really have to do this to us? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I did, because uh, I'm not suffering alone on this one. It sounds to me like there's enough room to go back and like look at some more of this because we haven't even like really talked about mm-hmm. like the pyramids so much and the, no. the paintings and that sort of thing. Like we could we could go into specific. Oh no! See, yeah, see stuff here. This what we're doing with this series at the beginning in these first God knows how many episodes we're gonna do this. Um, we're laying out basics and we'll go back through and pick and choose specifics. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> and then we will die. So, uh, guys, I really appreciate you uh, sticking with me through this topic. We actually have some questions oh in boy. the uh, questions for the show channel on our Discord. If you go to supernatpod.rocks and click the Discord link, you can join. We, you can ask us questions. We've got a memes thing, a place to share weird news. Took can talk about the show talk about anything you want you can promote your stuff uh just hop over and join in the conversation so uh let's see ghost forge uh we're gonna start with him since he's such an awesome dude uh are there any stories you've heard of where you just think yeah that was totally the extraterrestrial version of that one american who made a total and deliberate ass of himself in japan David, you got anything for that one? Um, so I'm still trying to parse the statement a little bit. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a story where the alien is obviously a shitty tourist? Mm, mm. Like any any time, like cows get mutilated, it seems to me like something a shitty, like the space equivalent of an American. Sure, like the space equivalent of an American in Italy. It, that just <laughs> seems like that's what that is. Yeah, it's just some some dickhole gray just yeah. fucking with people. And no. crop circles, too. Oh, crop if, circles, if they were real. definitely. If they, real. if they were real, that would definitely be, like, drunk teenagers uh, fucking with us. Mike, have you heard of anything? Um, jeez. Anything I mean, t- to you that just screams tourist? Um, like, all the molestation. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's like, you know, Americas that go to Thailand. Ooh, Americans suck. Yeah, Yeah. we kind of do. Well, I've got one. So, Mm. you say that, but I've heard real horror stories about British tourists. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I mean, come on. Look what they did on a world stage. Well, I mean, 
you know, Americans, we, a lot of people, a lot of Americans go abroad, I think, are a little more like, if they're going to another country, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, enjoy this other culture. Apparently, the Brits, when they go abroad, they're like, I want you to be me, but a different color. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, what's going on here? Why is this not like Bing Bong Land? Yeah. <laughs> Bing Bong Land. Uh, I actually have a really interesting uh, story uh, that is basically space tourist. Uh, this couple was, uh, and this is like 1956, 57, somewhere in there. A couple was driving and they were being tailed by a UFO that was swerving all over the place and then, like, passed them like they were in the way. So they pull over at this all-night diner to get, like, something to eat and talk about it. And this little green dwarf with a giant nose comes in and starts cussing at them in an unknown language. And everybody's just staring at it. And he's, like, pulling a Donald Duck, you know, like, hopping up and down, waving his fists. And then, like, stomps back out. And everybody sees a UFO take off from the woods across the street. And everybody's just sitting there going... Did, did we just have a collective stroke? Now, when you say Donald ducking it, I'm thinking he's just like in a sailor cap and nothing else. Like a uh, sailor cap. Sailor cap. <laughs> I'm talking about where he jumps up and down and is waving his fist going... <laughs> that thing. <laughs> but it's fun to think about him in his little sure, blue sailor yeah. suit and hat. <laughs> just a little, like the great gazoo, but dressed like Donald Duck. Oh my god. So, yeah, uh, Ghostforge, thanks for the question. Those are the ones we can think of. Um, Kick Acetron asks, Why have aliens always seem to like butt stuff? Are they just kinky and their partners won't allow it? Possibly. I think they're just more communicative about what they like. Well, everything, all the stuff, Kevin, that you know I hear about says... It points to possibly they don't have a butt, so maybe they they're don't. just jealous. I think they're curious. <laughs> they're like, they have a hole there? You got a hole? Well, what does they it always do? stick something up there, and it's got a lot of, like, prostate milking going on. They know how to hook the finger, that's for sure. So, so oh, here's a yeah. question. <laughs> so even when they have a lady, is it the butt? I mean... Do they ever do? Oh, it's no. You gotta understand when we always make jokes about butt stuff with aliens, but like it's it's all holes filled with hot surgical equipment. No, even the nose. Uh, yes, nose, mouth, tube over your dick, stuck up your hoo ha, just all over the pee pee hole. Uh, yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Into sounding, I guess. Sometimes it's in the pee pee hole. Sometimes it's just tube over it because they're collecting semen. Mm. Or they will hire a woman. They will pick up a woman uh, that's like an alien hybrid and make her jerk off, jerk off a guy. Mm. Uh, no, when you say they will hire her, I'm just thinking of a UFO <laughs> finding a street corner and then hiring a sex worker. Yes. Hey, babe. <laughs> you looking for a good time? Would well, you, you like to lose. come and jerk off a stranger? <laughs> that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Kick-Ass Trump has a... $50 for a half and a half. (laughs) Oh, baby, you're going to go around the world. So, Kick-Ass has a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Are there any stories of people getting probed that like it? And perhaps implementing it down the line, the world must know. Well, I mean, there's the, uh, just reminds me of the Kids in the Hall sketch. <laughs> I'm sure our leader is just some kind of twisted ass freak, yes. All we've learned is like one in five people don't mind the probe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, now, this does bring up an episode for the uh, Key Party crossover uh, that I want to talk about. Uh, I think the guy's name was Via Lobos or something like that. Uh, from either Argentina or Brazil. I'm going to have to go back and actually, like, you know, write this stuff down. But the guy got picked up and, like, in North America, when we get picked up, it's it's very medical. Yeah. And when this guy picked up, uh, they gave him an aphrodisiac and he got jumped by an alien chick. Nice. <laughs> 
so it, it's like an episode of Futurama with the uh, the nose and the Spanish fly and everything yes. like that. Yes, they but they like gassed him and he like had like a three hour erection, and like <laughs> after they get done. He's just, like, walking around the ship. They haven't given his clothes back. And everybody's sitting there at their controls. And he's just walking around with a raging boner. Like, so, uh... What do I do with this? (laughs) I feel like Gotham would be a much nicer place if that's all that Joker did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boner gas. And it can still be a joke because it's a boner. So there you go. But yeah, no, this is one of it's one of my favorite uh, abduction stories, and I'll go into more detail on it in a future episode. But yes, there there has been some uh, pleasurable abduction experiences, and we'll we'll get into some of that. We we should read some fan fiction about that stuff. Uh, I think you should read some fan fiction about that stuff off mic. And keep it to yourself. Just going to send you the recordings and say, hey, put this on the Patreon, I dare you, bitch. Oh, you're... Man, fuck you. Don't tempt me. Uh, Bigfoot sex stories. Yeah. You turn into madness. So, uh... Again, thank you guys for being on here. Uh, Mike, I know you don't really have anything to plug, except I know you have an episode coming up. Oh yeah, um, I wasn't really really thinking about saying anything about it, but yeah, I have something in mind. I won't be just a participant. I will be the instigator. Yeah, kind of like David with the uh, the the Squatchkin. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you signed yourself up for. Yeah. Oh, it's fun, dude. You're gonna love it. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna subject us to his worldview. Um, <laughs> so. David, give us your plugs, buddy. Um, so yes, plugs. You can go ahead and listen to Kids of Stuff, a Chucky podcast. You can find that on Spotify or at hauntedmtl.com. Just anywhere anywhere you have a podcast. Uh, I also have the Mutant Hours and the Haunted MTL Radio Hour, which are both shows on Deviant Behavior Radio. Uh, it's basically like a three and a half hour block Monday and Wednesday nights at about... Uh, 10.30 Central Time. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I put on a character for the Haunted M- MTL show, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah, you, you've been having a lot of fun doing that. And I love the idea of basically you being an old school monster host. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Come so, to some. Yes. Which he lacks in spirit, he makes up for in soul. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you got that. You got your comics at uh, mm-hmm. cosmicdash.com. Too much shit, honestly. I, yeah, you know, here all day talking about all the crap that I do. But yeah, fun, uh, uh, plug your Twitter where people can find your updates. Oh yes, yeah. so you can find me at at h p k o m i c on Twitter. I just recently beat the Animal Crossing DLC, so you can see all sorts of cute videos of my little character dancing. It's very cute. I saw that. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> um. Well. For me, of course, you know, I'm the host of the show here. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SupernatPod. Uh, you can find our website at SupernatPod.rocks. We have the Discord, like I mentioned earlier. Please join us in the discussion. Uh, we have our Patreon. Like I said, we're going to have higher tier content going up next week. Uh, we would love it if you join us. And uh, we've got various levels going on there. We've got Friends of Enrique. We've got the Hot Dog Squad. And we've got Capitalism Unbound. Mm-hmm. So uh, please join us there. Uh, don't forget to like or rate or thumbs up or whatever this podcast on your podcatcher of choice. And uh, I, again, just really want to thank everybody out there for your continued support and your feedback i i have i'm humbled by our recent milestone i i don't know what else to say about that it is it is astounding yeah well you know do good things get you know good results i guess i guess kevin do good kevin do good thank you (laughs) me thank you so much so, uh, look at the flowers, Kevin. Look at the flowers. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's about it. Mike, David, thank you so much for being on the show. It is always a pleasure. I would like for this, uh, the three of us to start being a more regular thing. Oh, yes. I would love another free, uh, three-way. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to go take a fucking shower now. Uh, so everybody... Not after the cow anus boring, but after no. I say three-way. No, once you start wow. talking about being intimate, I'm done. Aww. You can talk about... No, I'm kidding. Uh, bring it, bitch. So, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next time. Remember, we love you. Agape, not Eros. Well... You know, that's that's up for debate. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, at this point, it might be arrows. Uh, so, stay safe, and until next time, stay frosty. Just stay away from the cows, Enos. Supernatural Selection has been a production of DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. You can find it and more shows broadcast weekly at deviantbehaviorradio.com our theme music is screensaver by kevin mcleod it is used through creative common license and more of his music can be found at incompetech.filmmusic.io